Hey there, and welcome to your pocket sailing instructor. I'm Penny Caldwell, and I have been a sailing coach for over 25 years now. I'm here to help you reach your sailing goals, whether you're looking for gear reviews, safety tips, or just some fun sailing stories. This podcast will have it all. Your Pocket Sailing Instructor is an educational and fun podcast about all things sailing. I plan on releasing weekly episodes every Thursday to help you end off your week on a high note. So grab your coffee and join me for your weekly dose of all things sailing. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Your Pocket Sailing Instructor. Thanks for joining me today. I'm Penny. I hope you have had a great week so far and you're looking forward to getting some more great sailing information. So hopefully you found last week's episode about foul weather gear um, valuable and found some information that will hopefully help help you the next time that you need to uh, get yourself some new gear. This week we are diving into uh, base layers. So this would be your first set of layers that you're going to put on underneath mid layers and your foul weather gear. Um, So this is the complement to your external gear. So for base layers, really, these are the layers that are going to help you manage your body temperature and also the layers that will help to keep you warm or cool, depending on the type of weather that you're sailing in and also what you're doing on the boat. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about different things you might be doing on the boat. You know, if you're racing and you're grinding away on the winches, uh, you're going to want to have um, base layers that are going to be a little more breathable and have good wicking properties for sweat management. Or if you are doing overnight cruising um, legs where you are sitting out in cooler temperatures and you're not really moving around as much, you might be looking for something that's a little bit of a heavier weight uh, to help keep you a bit warmer. So we're going to be digging into those different aspects of base layers. I'm going to be giving you some of my top tips along with different types of fabric and what to look for. And yeah, let's get at it. So just like we discussed with foul weather gear with your base layers, uh, you're going to have a bit of a wish list. Um, So for me, my wish list uh, includes warmth. I tend to get cold when I'm out uh, boating in the wind and everything. So uh, I like to be warm. I like my fabric to be breathable so it has good wicking properties. Um, And also the type of fabric, I like it to be a little more on the natural side, which uh, tends to help with the stink factor. So it's not going to retain odors. Um, which can be, you know, you can have a fabric that wicks pretty well, but it might still hold odors. So those are kind of two separate things. Um, And a fit. I want to have a nice comfortable fit. And I'm going to talk a little bit about seams as well. Uh, Seams are one thing that drive me a little bit crazy. And um, you can definitely find really super cool high-tech shirts that have all kinds of neat fabric designs and everything. But a lot of times those shirts are different panels and pieces of fabric that are all sewn together. So you end up with a bunch of seams. Um, So I'm going to talk about seams as well. But uh, so that's basically my wish list for my um, 
fabric requirements, warm, breathable, wicking, and a proper fit. And then basically I'm going to get into three kind of typical uh, categories of fabrics. So the first category that we have would be synthetic fabric. So for synthetic fabrics, you tend to get into uh, polyester, for instance. Uh, could be a polyester blend with nylon or rayon or poly, even poly, polypropylene, excuse me. Um, and so synthetic fabrics tend to have a little bit of a stretch to them. Sometimes they'll have a spandex property to them as well. Um, they usually have really good wicking uh, abilities and wicking properties. So good for um, sweating and management of your heat that way. Um, but they do tend to hold odor sometimes a bit more. Um, so you could end up with, you know, your shirt after a while might start to, to smell a bit. So uh, something to bear in mind there as well. Uh, but, you know, keeping washing them frequently will help to uh, alleviate a bit of that. Uh, durability is another thing I didn't mention at the beginning, but um, like everything else I talk about, I like things that are durable. So I like things that are going to last me a while and I'm going to be able to use them for multiple functions. Again, a lot of my base layers I use also for skiing or hiking or paddleboarding, whatever. So I tend to... Uh, kind of cross use my my clothing a lot. Um, so again, having something that is durable, that is going to wear well, uh, depending on the different type of activity that you're doing is key. Um, so for me, I like to have base layers. I don't have a lot of synthetic base layers. I have a few, uh, but I do find that um, the wicking technology is great. So my summer base layers tend to be synthetic fabrics, whereas my midweight and heavyweight uh, tend to be a little more of natural fabrics. So I'm going to talk about those in a minute. But um, the synthetic fabrics that I have would be considered lightweight, um, nice and light and breathable for um, the summer type of sailing. So we're going to go to the opposite end of the spectrum now and we're going to talk about wool. So wool is a great uh, natural uh, fabric. It's one of my favorite um, type of fabrics for base layers, especially for mid-layer heavyweight uh, sorry, midweight and heavyweight layering. Uh, they're really good for uh, just keeping you nice and warm. I just kind of like the, the feel of them too. I have quite a few uh, merino wool uh, pieces of base layer. So uh, wool tends to be one of my favorites. So wool is uh, naturally an odor fighting um, fabric. Uh, or material. So uh, it will retain a little bit of moisture, more so than a synthetic fabric. Um, so that's something to be aware of. So for me, for wool, I don't uh, wear wool base layers when I know that I'm going to be really active on the boat. So if I'm moving around a lot and, you know, let's say I'm racing and I'm maybe I'm working the winches or I'm you know, heading up to the bow and switching sails, that kind of thing. If I'm going to be moving around quite a bit, I'd probably uh, stick with my synthetic base layer. Uh, but if I am cruising overnight or doing uh, cooler passages where it's more likely that I'm going to be kind of 
cruising and sitting back and relaxing a little bit more, uh, that's when I will wear my wool base layer um, and use, you know, a midweight or heavyweight depending on um, how cold it's going to get. The downside of wool fabric is um, it's not as durable. So uh, not as durable as the synthetic fabrics. Uh, because it is a natural fabric, it will wear down where you have any kind of uh, kind of high traffic areas. So, you know, the armpits and that kind of thing. Um, so it is something that you will probably have to replace more frequently than your synthetic fabrics. I have several synthetic shirts that I've literally had for years, like almost as far back as university days um, that, you know, just seem to last forever. And then I have some wool uh, base layers that unfortunately after two or three seasons, they're just really starting to wear out. So, um, you know, just the fact of life with that particular type of fabric. So you will have to uh, replace it more often. It's not going to feel as dry as uh, synthetic fabric but it is definitely going to keep you really nice and warm. And that's one of the reasons why I really like a, a wool base layer. All right. So the next fabric that I'm going to talk about uh, for base layers is actually uh, one that I don't use very often when I'm sailing because I'm generally being a little bit too active to wear it. Um, but uh, that is silk. So silk uh, fabric, you will find uh, base layers made out of silk. Um, it's not as durable, definitely not as durable as synthetic. That's the most durable. After synthetic, you would have wool. And I would say at the bottom of the list, you would have silk. Um, so it's not as durable. Um, and there's also not a lot of uh, wicking technology uh, available with silk fabric. There are some uh, producers that will put a film uh, or have like an added finish on the silk that will actually improve the wicking technology and odor control for the silk. But generally, silk tends to be uh, more of a base layer that is used for less strenuous activities, like you're going out for a, an afternoon walk, maybe you're taking the dog out or whatever. So, um, you know, if I am heading out cruising, and I know I'm just going to be relaxing sitting on the boat, I might bring um, some silk base layers with me, they would tend to be definitely a lightweight um, choice. And I'm going to talk about the the weights of these fabrics in a minute here. But uh, just thought I would bring that one up because you will see uh, silk uh, sometimes as an off option for base layers. But generally, in my opinion, when you're out sailing, if you're being a little more active, synthetic fabrics, and if you are, you know, a little more laid back or looking for something a little bit heavier, I would lean towards wool. So there you have it for your three materials that I'm going to talk about. Okay, so we just talked about our three uh, kind of typical types of fabrics for base layers, and now we are going to talk about the weight of the base layer. So I've mentioned a few times about how I particularly like wool because it is a little bit of a thicker, warmer type of base layer, but I should mention that a lot of your warmth um, is going to come from your uh, mid 
layer, not your base layer. So the base layer, the main properties that you're looking for for the base layer, um, like I mentioned at the beginning, are temperature management and wicking ability. So the more you're moving around and the more you are going to be sweating, you want to make sure that the type of fabric that you choose is going to have really good wicking properties. So that's kind of the main um, goal of your base layers to help you keep stay dry. Um, so the weight that we have for your um, base layers, there are three different categories again. So there's lightweight, uh, which would be used for moderate to cooler temperatures. So it's basically um, kind of a thinner type of fabric. I would use this in maybe the beginning of the shoulder seasons. So out here in Nelson, you know, in June, we can have some pretty cool afternoons, depending on how much wind there is and what time of day that we're sailing as well, if we're out in the shade and stuff. So I would definitely like throw on a lightweight base layer. Um, not unheard of in the summer, having a lighter weight base layer as well. So um, that's an option as well. Uh, the next one from then is midweight. So your midweight, we're getting into colder temperatures now. Uh, could be overnight sailing, evening, night watches, that kind of thing, but in the summer. So it, it is cool, but not too cold. And then when you're getting into the heavyweight, this is where we start talking about below freezing temperatures and we're really getting into much cooler uh, weather. So if you're doing winter sailing, I was out this past weekend sailing and I was wearing heavyweight uh, base layer and I had a nice warm puffy on top of that as my mid layer and then I had my foul weather gear on the outside. So, so those are your three weights for your base layers. All right, so then uh, moving on from there, we're going to get into the fit of the base layer. So it depends um, on what you're looking for. Some people like having really snug fitting base layers. Some people like to have a little bit of extra room. Um, I like to have long shirts, for instance, so that if when I'm sitting or moving around and, you know, my mid layer, my puffy jacket's moving and everything that you know, my shirt doesn't start riding up. So I like to have something that's a little bit longer for my shirt. Uh, pants. Uh, I mentioned seams at the beginning of the episode there and how seams drive me crazy. So uh, uh, I have one pair of base layer pants that I use for when I'm skiing. And they're actually capri pants because I don't like having the seam from the base layer pants around my ankles with my um, ski boots because they're too tight and it just gets uncomfortable. I found that it doesn't really work. This, you know, the particular um, boot that I wear is pretty snug. It's more of a race boot. Um, and so when I have that extra seam there, it tends to bug me. So I actually have a pair of capri uh, base layer pants. So, you know, really depends on what you're doing. When I'm sailing, I wear full length uh, leggings. So uh, full length, nice thick waistband, again, so that you're not having the waistband rolling down or getting uncomfortable or anything like that. So uh, just little things to think about with um, the fit and how 
you know, comfortable you're going to be and how you're using your base layers. So for me, if I know that I'm going to be using mid layers over top, so for my heavier weight base layers, if I have another layer going on top of that, I tend to have a little bit more of a snug fit. Um, and then I make sure I have lots of room to have my next mid layer on that. And then like I talked about with foul weather gear, you've got a enough room with your foul weather gear to layer up as well. So hopefully you've taken that into consideration when you are foul weather gear shopping. So there you have it for the, the base layers. That's kind of everything I wanted to touch on. Uh, we have our three types of materials. So we have our synthetic fabrics, our wool fabric, and we have our silk fabric. Um, they all have different properties as far as durability, wicking technology, odor retention. So different things to think about there. Then we take a look at the classification of the weight. So do you need a uh, lightweight, midweight, or heavyweight base layer, and keeping in mind what you're going to wear over top of that for your mid layer. If you're going to do, um, sometimes I will do a fleece uh, vest, or I also have a puffy vest as well. So downfilled. Whenever I say puffy, I'm talking about like a downfilled type of uh, vest or jacket. I have a, a thin downfilled jacket. I also have a fleece zip up. Um, sweater that I will wear as my mid layer. So again, it's all about kind of layering up and layering down and figuring out uh, what works for you in different uh, types of weather and conditions and different things that you're doing on the boat. And definitely great idea to keep some of these extra layers on the boat as extras. So I have a, a bag on my boat with some extra sweaters and uh, definitely fleece and wool sweaters that have kind of passed through the family and it's time maybe to send it off to donation. Well, instead of throwing it in the donation bin, I'll throw it into a, a bag and I've got some extra sweaters and stuff on the boat, just in case I have somebody on the boat who doesn't quite uh, have the right stuff with them or, you know, God forbid, we end up with a crew overboard situation or somebody gets wet and somebody gets cold. Well, now I have uh, some extra gear on board that I can use to help them warm up and dry off and, and stay nice and warm. So, um, so yeah, those are your weights for your base layers. And then finally, you also have um, different seams and accessories for the base layer. So like I mentioned, sometimes you're going to see some nice shirts that look great, but they're made up of a bunch of different pieces and panels of fabric that are sewn together. So just something to keep in mind, uh, depending on where those seams are, if they're going to, you know, rub or be in a spot that might be awkward. So I'm thinking of a seam that goes across maybe your shoulders and then now you've got your uh, inflatable life jacket that you're wearing the whole time or your harness or something. And I don't know, maybe it's, it's becomes a pressure point for you. So just things like that to think about as well. As far as where to buy base layers, there are a lot of different um, options out there. As, as usual, I enjoy going to Mech because they do uh, carry a, a variety of clothes and different manufacturers for base layers. 
And we also have several uh, shops here in Nelson that I go to regularly that have all kinds of uh, great name brands. And like anything else, once you find something that works, it tends to be something that you might stick with. So um, there you go. So thanks for joining me for this week's episode of Your Pocket Sailing Instructor. I hope you found it useful and learned a little bit of information about base layers and just some ideas of um, different things to think about and look look for when you're out shopping for base layers. So next week I'm going to take you on another shopping trip actually because I need some new sailing boots. So my sailing boots are super old. Tread is just really non-existent and they've actually always been too big for me so they've never really been comfortable so I'm on the hunt for new sailing boots and so I'm going to take you through kind of my checklist and the things that I look at and just kind of my process of uh, what I go through when I'm shopping for new gear so it can be applied to you know, any kind of gear that you're looking for. But specifically next week, I'm going to dig into sailing boots and uh, looking forward to seeing you then. So be sure to check out the show notes at sailnelson.com forward slash podcast. And, uh, you know, send me an email or anything if you have any ideas or if you have any questions and I will chat with you next week.